South by Southeast, the podcast which is hopefully recording this week. Because I managed to forget my microphone whilst going around to Michelle's this week, which will also lend itself to so many audio problems this week, which we'll get into in a bit. Um, yeah, we're recording on my phone. Now it's the Samsung S8, so we're going to see how good this is recording. Apparently it's got front and back microphones, so if Michelle, uh, well, I'm Dr. Squirt. I'm Detective Scree. With me, as always, is, of course, uh, Dottie Baker, who's choosing <laughs> this moment to start licking herself in a private area. And joining me, as always, is... Mountie Michelle. So hopefully that's picked up really well on the top microphone. Oh, it's got two little streams on the recording thing, so... Ooh. Yours is coming out quieter, though. I don't know why. Oh, do, I, do I need to be a little bit louder than you? No, that's fine. Uh, <laughs> and joining us is our other Mountie. Uh, it's, it's our mini Mountie, mini Mountie Prime, it is. You better speak now. Yeah, you can speak. <laughs> Me. What's, what's your name? Your name, yeah. My name's Neve. Yes. So, Neve. For the rest of the recording, we'll be going, could you be just quiet while we're recording clips and when we're uh, getting ready to record <laughs> and everything? She's tried to laugh. She's made, she's made noises on the radiator. Second where I go, what's your name? You're like, well, I was told to be quiet, like <laughs> signaling that to me. Well, my mum made me laugh, so that was my fault. So it's all your mum's fault, is that yeah. what you said? Oh, well, everything always is, apparently. Well, I mean, I'm used to being blamed for everything. It's fine. It's fine. In all fairness, me and Eve do agree on that. Well, I, well, I have to say the thing that made her laugh was the face I made when I tried this wrong. You were, no, you were, you looked really weirdly. We'll get to that in a minute. But yeah, so this week we're recording in Michelle's. Not only do we have like the like, it is so hot here still. Like this is meant to be allegedly the last day of our heat wave. Hopefully it's going to break because we've had a bit of thunder. So I think the weather's starting to change. But we've had to have the window open because otherwise you will just fry in this weather. Yeah, and I have a very quiet road. But every time we try and record something, a big van or a car will noisily go past. And what else do we have in this room? We've got Totty <laughs> Baker, who's okay. decided to walk and walk, you know, move around every time we start recording. Been sound the sofa every time around it. Yeah. We've got your guinea pig, which is here in the front room. Yeah, and as you can silent right now, doesn't move very often, but every time we've tried to record, decided this is a good time to rummage through the straw. That makes a lot of noise. Yeah, I mean, it's all been just tickety-boo, quite <laughs> frankly. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, it's taken us like three hours to watch a one-hour show, like 45 minutes show. Yeah. Really. What is going on? Yeah. Was that Neve? It's 47 minutes. Well, regardless, it's not exactly work to time. No. There's no point in looking at the episode on the screen. That's the next episode, which it's just gone over to on. We watched on YouTube today because we were also having trouble working your Blu-ray player. Yeah. I, was, I do not ask me how, but we have lost our um, remote control for our Blu-ray player. So, um, I mean, really, on a podcast, which is already pretty janky when it comes to <laughs> the sound effects, to recording clips, to all that... My God, we've sunk to a new <laughs> low this week. Yeah, honestly, if you're after quality, this is the wrong podcast for you. Well, that's true. <laughs> but uh, let's, uh, we've got so much to get through this week. This was a wonderful yeah. episode. The episode is The Deal. We're going to get to that in a minute. But first of all, we're going to get to our bits of business that we deal mm, with before business. we get 
Business. Have you, by the way, got a mini mountain list? I've got, of course I have. Come on, I'm have, a, have you made note of the ones which were deducting? No. So well, how professional are you? Yeah. Well, of course I am. That's your job. Jeez, you got one job on this. Like, oh, sorry, goodness. do I ask you to come here and do the editing when sorry, I'm doing it? of my one job. Come to like, mine. I forget. No, I've right. got the list. That's about as, as good as I get. Right. Well, I looked that up. What rum were we drinking, Michelle? Oh, we got a fucking... Oh, by the way... By the way, we need we need a theme tune for what one we drink. We should we should have. Okay, a- in a minute. After I've looked up this yeah. other bit, I'm then going to message uh, Matt Lee's and ask him for a what rum we drinking. <laughs> Maybe you could do the tune, and then we'll get Johnny White Trash to do the oh, what rum we drinking or something like that. I was going to recommend we sing it. Right, no? okay. okay, Johnny White. No, okay, if you want to. <laughs> what tune are we going to sing it to? I have no idea. No, if he does the tune, we'll come up with a song of what rum we drinking. I think we've got the lyrics down. It's a little sting. <laughs> it's just like, what rum we're drinking. That's all we need. Like, Do you want to do that with me now? Oh, okay. Three, two, one. What, what rum we're drinking. Nevi didn't join in. No. <laughs> <laughs> Only sensible. Right. Matt Lees, I'll message you by now. I'll send you the clip of us doing that. And you've just got to do the music behind it. Okay. So the rum. Maybe we'll get Johnny White Trash as our backup singer. <gasps> oh, yeah. That'd be good. Need yeah, what? Should be like a yeah. Yeah. Okay, you do the yeah. Do it. Oh, oh. yeah. Okay, I will. I will merge those together. So what one we're drinking? Yeah. And we had Johnny White Trash then to do a like a backup vocal for us. A that bass baritone. Yeah. yeah, that, oh, that yeah. could work. You know, like when um, uh, you know when they um, SpongeBob uh, delivers that pizza. Well, I haven't actually tried it yet, so oh, you, cheers. you need to try it. I've well, yeah, that would help. I've had one sip, and wow. Mm. Mm. Michelle's drinking hers with the uh, Pepsi Max, and yes. I'm drinking mine with pineapple juice. This is one of my most favourite rums, I think. Most favourite? My most, if mean, you say favourite, it is your most favourite. It, it is The favourite is the most. It's one of my most Yeah, but you didn't say that. You said, but still, that's one of your favourite. You don't need the word most. Oh my goodness. Oh God, doesn't do the English language mean nothing anymore? No, not to me. Was Gary going off to work? No, not just yet. He's just dressed and ready to go, but okay. he's not leaving yet. Again, we're so professional, like, yeah, it's Gary on his way off now. Because <laughs> he's outside in his uniform, but no. And when I say, when we say in his uniform, he is a postman. He's a postie. Well, he works in the, the sorting office. Yeah. 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 So he's got his royal mail. Nice. By the way, I didn't, I didn't mean I was doing him down or anything like that's not less special. <laughs> he's less special than the ones that deliver. Well, anyway, Bala. Uh, so this yeah. is like, it's got very caramelly, oh, very... Um, delicious. Oh God, I'm trying to think. There's something it's like, like a, a licorice caramelly, toffee It almost tastes like a, a chocolate bar, like a um, Twix. What chocolate bar is it? Yeah. There's something else. There's some something that I've tried before. It reminds me of like chocolate bar or something. Mm. Oh, this is definitely one to try. It's one of the Coxbear rums, and Spare. it says here rum, spices, and other natural flavors. Okay, I don't know what those natural flavors are, but I'm really, really liking this one. Definitely a, like mm. a, a large caramel hit there. Yeah, definitely a large Coffee, caramel. Coffee like Kahlua mixed in with something else. Oh god, I want to think what it yeah, is. Maybe it's it'll come to us. Like maybe. a dark caramel, like you know, one of those really rich dark caramels. This is very different to a lot of the rums we've tried. Yeah, yeah, it definitely is. Yeah, I would recommend trying if you, you know, I don't know if everyone's as into rum as we are, but I would definitely try this one. It's delicious. yes, yeah. This is no, and um, we were drinking this through the rest of the podcast. It's no superior white rum from Asda. <laughs> and again. Um, Fine, <laughs> but this one is fine. And the bottle looks amazing as well. I think we're going to have to take a picture and put that on Insta- Insta- Instagram. Instagram. Yeah. Why can't yeah, I because I'm recording? It, but, well, you know. And you didn't send me the photo of the last one, didn't I? No, so I can post it. 
Okay, we'll post the last one and this one, then I'll I'll take a picture and send it. Okay, do you remember this week? So the bottle looks good and the taste is delicious. Yeah, yeah, we do definitely recommend this rum. I love how they just, it doesn't relate to Do You Sav Podcast. Podcast where we talk about rum at length. <laughs> Nothing to do with Do You Yeah, but that's two minutes, Do You Sav, and then we're done. But still, <laughs> hundreds of listeners every week. I mean, look, we love you for not having a life, but, you know, we would think you might have one. I mean, we're glad you don't. We're you not don't complaining. Get a life. Don't. Do not get a life. We love you, people. But, jeez. No, no, thank you for listening. What, what, what are you saying? Need, needs pulling faces. Well, you should have a life. No, shush. No, no don't. No, they're, they're listening to us. We're happy with this. Well, they could go jogging while doing this. Like, listening to me. Oh, well, yeah, jogging's fine. That's not having a life. That's not getting a life. That's just, if you're jogging, you haven't got like a life. That. Come on. Well, you're trying to stay fit. <laughs> that doesn't mean you've got a life. Well, some of us have lost three stone recently. Just brought some new trousers. Oh, That's all I'm saying. Down from the, the highest weight I had was uh, 42... Uh, inch trousers now down to 34 in stretch shorts admittedly 36 regular <laughs> I like that yeah 34 stretchy trousers oh they're stretchy <laughs> but they're very they're, they're comfortable still so they can't be above their range but let's face it that's 36 in trousers turns but like down from 40 usually 42 in my very most still pretty sweet yeah <laughs> Anyway, that's my little weight loss update. <laughs> We're not going to have a theme tune for that. But what we are going to have a theme tune for is... <laughs> Thank you very much, Johnny White Trash and Mr. Matt Lees. So we've got a couple inductees this week. Ooh, I don't know if we've got room for them all now. I think we've got three. Yeah. Well, do you need a second piece of paper? I've got room for three. Yeah, we got three. So oh, next amazing. week, next we're going to be on our second piece of paper. Yes. So what number are we up to? Because we keep forgetting right. same numbers. So far, we've got 59 people. So we're going to be adding another three onto that. So who was 59? Uh, Chris Hart. He was the guy with Diefenbaker who wrote into us last week. He's got an actual Diefenbaker. Yes. That's the name of his book. An actual Diefenbaker. Amazing. So Dottie Baker, doesn't mean you don't count. We love you. you. That's fine. Love yeah. you. But, uh, oh, and she's wagging a tail. Oh, she appreciates it. Uh, so we got three. So there was a few people who wrote into us. And as we've said before, if you even write anything on the wall of our Facebook or something to our Twitter, you've taken the King Silver. <laughs> not saying we're not fussy, but look, we've made it clear. If you write to us, you're part of the Mini Mountain Club. That's the way you get in. So first of all, James Sangster wrote, hello, everyone. Can you tell me where, where were, where were the Benton Fraser hats sourced from for the series? As I would like to buy one exactly the same as the one in the show. Now we have no idea, but uh, Charles Cole wrote back, um, Amazon sells them, but not sure about the badges. So that might become relevant to us because we want to source a full Mountie outfit. Yes, we do. Ready to dress as Mounties, drink Canadian Club with Canada Dry. And record an episode. Yep. That fulfills a few of my 40 for 40. That's things I'm going to do for my 40th birthday. I've got another one which I'll do at the end of the show. We'll do like we did last time. We'll save that for the end of the show. But uh, So that's um, James Sangster. And the other one we've got. So have you run James Sangster down? Yes, but then I dropped my bit of paper. So what number's James Sangster? He was number 60. So congratulations, number 60. Only 40 away from our 100 target. Do you think that's going to stop us? No. Nope. No, it's not. And I love the fact we're actually getting genuine ones. We're not having to just make stuff <laughs> no. up effectively or ask this people. This pets anymore. This is people. Yeah, we're not having to beg people to do it. Uh, so the next one is from Charles Cole, the one who replied to James Sangster's comment. Cole, did you say? Charles Cole. And he wrote, so basically we're getting interaction from new Mini Mounties as well. Amazing. So he wrote, discover the podcast last night, episode one equals great start. Ten minutes into episode two, loving it and laughing aloud. Keep it up. Thanks for the ad. Ride forever. Oh, what a nice oh. little uh, bit on the end. And um, only two episodes in. I hope, I mean, I honestly think we've got better as it's gone on. Yeah, keep listening. I think we've got the vibe of this podcast quite early, actually. Have fun, drink rum, watch you stuff. That's, I mean, there's not... Too much to it, but we've had a few we wrinkles. We kept it simple, didn't we? <laughs> we've had a few wrinkles, like best of moments, yeah. like 
uh, Diefenbaker best of moments yeah. were a few episodes in. So I like it. I, I mean, I, I really, genuinely, I love my other podcast. I can't say that enough. But I've been doing that for a while. And that kind of, I, well, I've got to research that because it's about talk two and I get guests on. So I've got to do a bit more prep work for this. This, I just come on and just have some fun, drink some rum, talk to yourself. And I hope you guys appreciate that. It looks like you do because genuinely we've got hundreds of listeners. Still weird to me. <laughs> so, um, Charles Cole is in, and then number three. So, what yeah. number is he? He was number 61. Which I'd imagine, but just, yeah, so we made it clear. I wonder who's going to be number 69. Uh, well, we, actually, we don't have another one because I thought oh. someone else who made a comment. What's his mini Mountie was James Sangster, who made the previous thing. Oh, so they okay, were. Okay. I thought it was a separate person, but it's the same fella. And we did tell him what a Minnie Mouse club is. And again, he's taking the King Silver, so he's already is one. You're in the club. Uh, uh, Michelle, if you remember, could you write on there and just tell them they've got their Minnie Mountie numbers if they listen to this week's show? Yeah. Let me make a little note for myself. My okay. little note. Well, that's fascinating listening for the listeners, isn't Ooh. it? Okay, well, my phone vibrated, I apologise. Yeah, sure, you're fine. So, um, Michelle's making a note now, which is some fascinating podcasting, <laughs> as you can imagine, <laughs> and just so easy for me, me to spin that into something good. I know, because you're not very good at talking normally, are you? So you're not very good at filling gaps. Well, you're the one who's meant to get a word in edgeways, <laughs> and uh, if only you tried a bit harder. That is the issue, isn't it? Anyway, was there an episode you watched today? Yes, yes, there was. And what an episode. It was a really good one. It was a really, really, really good one. I mean, let's just start on Front Street. And again, as always, please watch the episode before you listen to this. You'll enjoy this so much more. Hope you enjoy it anyway. Mm -hmm. Hope we're kind of entertaining. But really, if you want some, you know, want to get every reference, watch the episode first. So this episode called The Deal, it was shown on the 10th of October 1995, according to IMDb, which has not always been reliable on due south air dates. I don't know why, they're usually pretty damn good. But here is the plot synopsis by Mark Cabot. He's written Vecchio and Fraser tracked down an a track Vecchio and Fraser protect a down on his luck shoemaker from somewhere. Okay, so, uh, Michelle. Really try. Well, yeah, shall we just have you reading these out? Look, <laughs> I've said before, I'm dyslexic, and apparently, genuinely, that does affect uh, you reading out loud. <clears throat> Hold on. So, Vecchio and Frasier protect a down-on-his-luck shoemaker from someone out of Vecchio's past, a former schoolyard bully turned powerful mob boss. Meanwhile, Vecchio's sister, Francesca, I was wondering what her name was, um, she decides to romantically pursue Frasier in earnest. Okay, and Gary wants sent to the room. So, oh, Gary, come on in. Come on in, Mini Mountie Gary. Yeah, Mini Mountie number. Michelle, what, what's Gary's Mini Mountie oh, number? Mini Mountie appears, you give a number straight away. Five. Especially when he turns up in uniform. That's it's number five. Number five? <laughs> Gary Five's alive. Yeah, at the ground floor. And also, like, appearing in uniform, it's, it's much like a Mountie. Mm, except they're so. a lot lighter. And Mounties don't usually wear Bermuda shorts to work. <laughs> but you're there in our official sewing office for the UK here in Southampton. We're busy. Well, it's actually not a moment. I mean, you with your rock and roll no, new nose piercing and your punk sticky up hair. It's the new face of the Royal Mail. Like, is everyone else dressed really like, you know, they're wearing their long trousers with the Royal Mail red stripe down them. They're like there in their official Royal Mail hats and their bag over their shoulder. You come and dress like that going, yeah, screw you, supervisor. And you're doing the devil's horns <laughs> in your hand. That's how I'm picturing it. No, it's, it's quite modern. Lots of young people. There's a, there's a few old crusties, but... Well, how am I meant to make a Roger Danger, Rodney Dangerfield movie out of this? Should we mention the Belly Brigade? Belly Brigade? Oh, yeah, the Belly Brigade. I can't even speak properly. Okay. Even then, after I said Brigade, brigade you were like Brigade. Brigade. Yeah. The Belly Brigade. Who's the Belly Brigade? There's a couple of chaps that we see when I'm dropping Gary off. Um, then usually stood outside the main... By the way, when she's dropping Gary off, she hasn't drunk this much rum. No, no, no. I'm not taking him into work tonight. But, um, yeah, a couple of large chaps. 
um, usually stood outside the Royal Mail um, <laughs> building. Oh, yeah. Yeah. A bit of heft to them. Yeah. <laughs> As we're pulling up, we're like, yeah, belly brigade. <laughs> this is literally us, like, every day I <laughs> take Gary to work. <laughs> should we talk some juice out? <laughs> we probably should. <laughs> And uh, sound effects brought to you this week by Neve eating some bagels with some peanut butter on top. No, this is biscuits, bread. What? Oh, is that like the um, the uh, caramel biscuits? Biscoff. Biscoffs, yeah. Well, this looks like two different things. By the way, if you're not vegan like me and Michelle, thanks Michelle for making me and one of your hippies. <laughs> you're very welcome. Then, uh, oh, the Biscoff spread. Oh. Oh. Isn't it just amazing? But it's not vegan, is it? It is. Is it? Biscoff spread is vegan. See, I can't even eat that on my diet, though. Like, that's no, going to be a rare treat. Look who is eating it. It's not me. It's her. One thing I will say, though, when my birthday comes around, maybe we could have, like, a bit of that in the spread. Yes. Okay. And Oreo biscuits. Oreos. Yeah, but that's just pure sugar. I don't even want that anymore. There's a lot of sugary items which don't... Anyway, look, this is just me talking about my diet now, for fuck's sake. It's not a vegan Pardon my, pardon my long language, Michelle. Leave. <laughs> Jeez. Yes, exactly. Yeah, those damn French and they're swearing all the time. Why do you blame them on those words? I don't know what I mean, that's just some, I don't know, racist stuff, isn't it? (laughs) So anyway, this episode kicks off with a scene which has got um, Benny, the Ray. Yeah, Benny, Benny, Benny. Ray, though, doesn't it? Yeah, well, Ray's talking to this priest going, it's like, oh, yeah, you're welcome for me bringing all these extra people into your parish. And it turns out what he's done is basically got Lots of ladies. <laughs> well, he's got Fraser in to sing in the choir. Yeah. And then he's told the ladies about it. But he's going to say, well, I just checked through my little black book. What he means is that he hoard out Benny. Yeah. Basically, uh, all these hot women have turned up to sing in the choir because Benny's there. But I have to say, once they start, actually start the singing, all these women, they sound very good together. And, well, also, Benny, I mean, Paul Gross, voice like an angel, quite frankly. I mean... I suspected that already, to be honest. Well, we've heard his music in later episodes. I know we're doing this chronologically, but we know how good a singer he is, and he sings a song on the soundtrack. Sings a song on the soundtrack to uh, what's it called? Uh, Men with Brooms. His film, which he did after this, which we watched with uh, Gary and with Nicola last week, and oh my god, they loved as much as we did. It's it's a it's a great film. It's just so much fun. It really, really is. If you've never checked it out before, please check out that Paul Gross uh, vehicle of a film. Uh, but anyway, there's some choir. Meanwhile, Francesca, sister of uh, Ray, comes in, starts chatting up Benny. She's come there basically just to do that. And she basically just starts chatting for a while, talking over all the singing and everything, and goes, uh, yeah, so by the way, I think we should have sex. <laughs> uh, now, how they don't have a re- reaction shot of uh, Ray, because everyone else in the church seems to sing it, to, yeah. seem to hear it over the singing. No reaction at all. <laughs> You'd think that he'd have something to say about that. I mean, was that just me? Maybe he's so used to her like being like this, he's just like... Oh, even work my sister, although... <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to be good. I'm t- oh. It's not going to work, is it? Maybe just cover your ears every three seconds, would you? I think she's consumed by bagels over I think we're good anyway. That's great. Yeah, but it's like me, essentially my little adoptive nephew, so it's weird. Nephew? Niece? No, no, I'm pretty sure Blake's the niece. That's the way around it works, yeah. Yeah, it's your great-uncle. Anyway. Hi, my girl. Thank you. I always get those things confused. So what is all this going on in the church? I'm getting the evil so badly. Can you stop it now? I was only kidding. <laughs> As is all this is going on in the church, you've got a guy who's lighting a candle. Yeah. And he's like jangling some change yeah. and stuff. And it's all a bit like, oh, what's going on there? And the next thing you know is he's stealing the money out of the money box from the church. I mean, that's the lowest of the low, isn't it? Stealing money from the church. Well, you think, but yeah. later on it turns out there's a little better thing going on. There's a bit more to it than that. Can I, by the way, is there any way I can... Yep. Sorry, there's going to be a bit of noise now. No. Podcast. I need to put the phone down so we can hear both yes, of us. the thing's falling down. Well, yeah. leave the thing alone. I think we're good. We're talking about a bottle of Pepsi Max. Right, anyway, so... 
we've got uh, so hopefully we'll have the, I'll, I'll hopefully sort this out in the edit I'm sorry again this week's episode may not sound the best already half an hour almost in 25 minutes in yeah so straight after the ooh shall we have sex um this, an elderly woman in the church ooh shall we have sex <laughs> I'm just glossing over that um this elderly woman she shouted out help help thief thief so this woman's seen this man stealing money from the church and Benny he, so he's up on this um I don't, like, I don't know. It's like there's a top balcony. Yeah, balcony thing. Yeah, there's a balcony church, in the church, yeah. yeah. And he, there's a thief, so he's like straight into action. And he jumps off of the, he's not like, okay, I'll run down the stairs. He jumps off of the balcony to go and catch this thief. And he, you know, chases off. And actually, the best thing is, it's when uh, Francesca goes, hey, I think we should have sex. And then this, like, all uh, this commotion goes on with the uh, money, the charity box for the poor being stolen, and uh, Benny goes, oh no, <laughs> jumps off the balcony. Yeah, is he like, darn, you know. Oh. Really, he'd rather jump off the balcony <laughs> than deal with a lady. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I'd like to talk to you about this, but... Uh, but yeah. crime. <laughs> oh, what are you, you going to do? <laughs> so after that, then, uh, it goes to the station after the credits. Yes, after the credits. And that yeah. was Michelle farting. Sorry, guys. It's, like, it's very it musical when I do. Very yeah, yeah. It's a sign of vibrations it causes are ridiculous. Sorry, everybody. Sorry, I should apologise for the whole street. I apologise. Oh, God, I should say that, that while we were point. taking three hours watching the episode, we may have drunk a bit longer than usual. <laughs> At least when we usually start recording, we've only been drinking for an hour. So we've been drinking for three hours while we've been recording. And the measures were heroic straight from the beginning. Because well, I was pouring from a litre and a half bottle of rum. This was the one which is still going from weeks ago. Nah. And so thusly, uh, pouring is a bit less of a fine out. Anyway. Ne- uh, that was Neve just asking, Mummy, a bit drunk? And Michelle lying. <laughs> <laughs> Saying no. Oh, God, that laugh is such a good way, Michelle. She laughs like that. Like, yeah. yeah, she has. <laughs> yeah, then, then you know she is. Oh, you should see the face she does when she has it. It's like, stop that. Yeah, it's really funny. You know, it's quite a funny face. It's not funny. I do not do a funny face. I know, it's so funny. It's so funny. Do it, no, do it. Do it. Michelle, that tone of voice was one step away from, you know, when we were in town once. Michelle got a little bit drunk and wasn't able to, well, wasn't able to want to walk home from the pub we're in, late night pub we're in, the firehouse, and suddenly she decided she really wanted oh, her husband to be there at that time. My Gary. Or as she put it, oh, Gary, oh, Gary. <laughs> and I had to walk slash drag Michelle back to the block of flats they were living at the time. Well, they, they had a really nice house at the top of it. It was really weird. It's like... A uh, only fools and horses style looking flat, but when you go up to the top, it's got this lovely house which they lived in. It was actually really nice. I don't want to do that, down. <laughs> but my God, I was finding Gary going. Is there anything she's going? He's going. No, I'm here with the kids. I can't even leave them for just a second to pop downstairs because one of them's a baby at the time. Yeah, it was fun, right? Yeah, this is making me sound great, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> well, I already told the story of when you got drunk on my birthday. So really. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> anyway, Jusa, um so there was a clip oh. which happened. Well, go on, go oh, on, Eve. Now what? Go on, Eve. It was, um... Can you make a lot of sucking noise <laughs> into the microphone, please? It was, um, I think it was Father's Day or Dad's birthday, and she got drunk and she t- um, she picked me up from school, and she was... <laughs> <laughs> Hold on! Hold on! <laughs> this is not... <laughs> this is And then we went to go and pick up the kids. Um, you're making this. Was that liquid lunch? <laughs> Don't make it sound like I went and got drunk and then came and picked you up from school. You did. 
<laughs> Don't no, just I... make it sound like I got drunk. <laughs> Both your parents and your granddad got drunk, and then we all came to pick oh, you up. That's so much time, better. She rolled into the road. That was nothing to do with alcohol. No, she tripped up and rolled into the road. I wasn't. So, John says <laughs> if you're listening. <laughs> Yeah, I'd like to point out that day I hadn't even had anything to And then you stopped off saying we're not going to go to W.H. Smith's anymore. <laughs> because I was covered in debt. You were looking at your phone with, oh, we're not going to W.H. Smith's then. <laughs> so, uh, G. South, as I was saying there, <laughs> Michelle, shall we give it? Apparently there's a podcast happening. Although what I think it might be a personal attack. <laughs> <laughs> It's not personal, it's pleasure. Pleasure? <laughs> Everybody yeah. was laughing at you. So can we go into this clip where uh, this is after the crime happens and uh, Ray is talking to Benny and some stuff's happening to the juice health. Um, and this is called, clip number one, Ray gets petty with crime. Please. <laughs> no, so much hate to listen to a clip of Juice South <laughs> as that. <laughs> she was giving us evils all through that. I, oh, geez, I can only imagine it's because both the kids are on half term that we've got a kind of um, end of term kind of feeling to the podcast this week. Yeah, let's say that, shall we? <laughs> well, there's never been such <laughs> such a serious episode of Juice South. I think to this point, this may be the most dark, serious you know, there's less but jokes really, than usual. Yeah, and it's still, and it's still funny, but there's less jokes than usual in this episode of Due South. And both you and I are just we, and, we and me. <laughs> yeah. <as well>. yeah. <laughs> and drink has something to do with it again. Uh, so if anyone uh, knows of any good intervention services which can help us with Michelle, <laughs> <laughs> thanks a lot. Yeah, help us stop rolling into roads. <laughs> <laughs> That involved no alcohol at all. I managed to roll into the road with no alcohol <laughs> in my That you know of. No. I think I will know if I no, drink alcohol. No, anyone else knows of it. <laughs> what? Yeah. 
what did that have to do with alcohol? Absolutely nothing at all. Okay, can we move on? Click children, please. <laughs> yeah, we'll argue about this later. <laughs> so that's a great... Jesus Christ, I'm really sorry. If anyone, like, is a serious... Like, we loved you, South, don't get me wrong. But if anyone is, like, a serious, like, well, I want to hear your serious thoughts and juice, I'm really sorry. Sorry. It's, you are going to hear those, but you're also going to hear a lot of silliness this episode. I just, it's not going to go any oh. other way. That was a wonderful clip, though. I love the fact that it sets up that Zico is the uh, sort of mob boss. Mob boss. We've already established yeah. kind of in the first clip, oh, sorry, the first scene, which we didn't play in, that it was his dad running the show until recently. His dad's passed away, and he's going, my dad was a very generous man, and, like, he was rolling down the priest already going, give me more money. And, uh, yeah, and, and just the whole thing of... Uh, Ray trying to laugh it off, and then Benny taking it seriously, and then as soon as Walsh gets there, it's like, oh yeah, yeah, no, I, I won't take care of this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I was worried that they'd see us not <laughs> taking it seriously. That was quite funny. And Benny kind of gives him one look, and then has his back. Yeah. Classic Benny. Isn't he amazing? Of course. You've got the notes. Why aren't you looking at them? Like I'm, I'm talking there. Like uh, when you're talking so when I'm not looking at them. Um, yeah. So after this scene, I've got Benny slapdown fear versus respect. Mm. And that was something that you asked me to write. Well, it down, goes into so. the uh, like one of the main places for Zuko to hang out. Is Zuko the? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Zuko. I always work on like Danny Zuko, like. Well, he's not. He's not in Greece. Yeah, he's, he's like Greece. What's Greece lightning? No, he's not doing that. No, no, no. Zuko is in his uh, gym playing basketball through, through a lot of this episode. Uh, whenever there's a showdown, it always seems to happen there. Yeah. And uh, they go to see him there. He's kind of, I, mean, I think it's one of those things where it's a power play. Like uh, Catherine Ryan, Canadian comedian of all people, actually, funnily enough, springs to mind. Because she told the story on the Richard Herring's Leicester Square Theatre podcast. Fantastic, funny podcast where he interviews people. From, really, I mean, there's a lot of comedians, but actors... Uh, so many interesting people and they do it on videos it's on YouTube as well as on audio on podcast in podcast form and uh, he was interviewing her recently she said about a meeting she went to and this guy was like it was about a job and this guy was eating during the interview they had a sandwich or something but it, he, she goes wow I never realised that's such a power play move so he's eating so no matter what I said it's like uh like what I was saying was so important because he's eating a sandwich during it. She's going, oh, that's a power play move. I'm going to do that from every meeting from now on. <laughs> really? And I want to get a power in the situation. I'm going to eat a sandwich or something during it. Really interesting kind of premise, but I kind of can see how that will work. But it's the same thing. He's playing basketball, so he's not even, like, he's half paying attention to what you're doing. He's playing basketball. Yeah. That's it, the main thing he's doing. Huh. And uh, Zico's talking to Benny about, like, how he gets respected around the neighbourhood. Benny just delivers this great line, pretty straight, going, uh, well, you know, uh, I just hope that you're not confusing fear for respect, because anyone can be feared, but it takes some real to be respected, or what's this effect? Yeah. And it's a really nice scene. So That's, that's really I interesting. I kind of, I'm kind of slightly reluctant to take it to this place, but... Um... I know there's something that we have been bringing up of kind of the whole kind of like veganism thing and I don't... Oh, I thought you meant alcoholism. No. I thought you were going to go back on your problem. We'll get back to that later. Yeah, we'll get back to that later, shall we? Yeah, yeah. Um, and the, the MAA. Um, no, <laughs> <laughs> that just kind of, that reminds me of something because there's um, a vegan act activist um, um, probably people haven't heard of, um, Joey Carbstrong, and he did a... Joey Carbstrong? That's not his real name. That's no, name never. Down. That's, That's your real name, I'm really. But the point is, he did a radio interview. And, um, sorry, now I'm being slow with my drinking. You're trying to hurry me on. I love the fact that I subtly signal you without saying anything like drink up because it's time for the next run. And you're going, oh, yeah, sorry, I'm being too slow with it. I was trying to be subtle. You just don't do subtle. No, I don't do subtle. But the thing is, but were you saying how powerful a sandwich can be? Yeah. He was, yeah, but Jerry I love the fact that's a segue in this podcast. You were saying how powerful a sandwich can be. That made me think of something. I mean, A, the fact that I would come up with that. B, the fact that you would go, well, that reminds me of something, of course. <laughs> well, yeah. What other podcast do you get this from, people? 
How powerful can a sandwich be? Well, I, of course, we've all thought that. I think we all have at some point, haven't we? Who doesn't love a sandwich? <laughs> <laughs> well, not us, because we ain't bread bread. We well, I don't. Bread. Well, yeah, well, yeah very, very rare. I but bread. Bread. Is brown bread vegan? It is. It is, but I don't often eat it. Yeah, I usually anyway. go for flatbreads or like brown <laughs> flatbreads or, or something. Like, yeah. yeah. Anyway. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> vegan. <laughs> vegan juice South talk is here. <laughs> Not really the point, but um, yeah, this Joey Cuffsman, he um, he did an, an interview on a radio station, and I found it very disrespectful. But the person that was interviewing him, um, he um, the person that was interviewing him had a. I can't remember what meat, I think it was ham, like I had a ham sandwich or something. But he had like a meat sandwich specifically for the interview. <laughs> so he could bring it up and say, this is a you that I'm eating this, um, we'll say ham, that I'm eating this ham sandwich during this interview. And it was like, well, yeah, because you, you know that you've got a vegan activist on your show and you're specifically eating it and bringing it up in front of me. So, yeah, you're trying to um, provoke me, aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I can't remember where I'm going. Thank God no that. vegans yeah. try and uh, provoke anyone ever. Michelle? Yeah. <laughs> you never try and provoke me, Jesus, do you? But like I like like. I like to point out that I, I don't think I've ever converted anybody. <laughs> you make me spinach. You make your daughter like you force her to. Oh, to eat it's spinach. all going. It's all. Me? Are you out. vegan? No. No. So there we go. There's my point. <laughs> <laughs> Bless you. Yeah, Michelle says she's vegetarian though. You're not, but I am. Love. When was the last time you had meat? Love. No, come on. Okay, about like five months ago. That is not even true, is it? Four months ago. <laughs> is it even a month ago? Your mum's giving it? you a look like, mm hmm. Really? By the way, it looks yeah. great for a podcast, Michelle. When I went to the North Battersea, um. Um, oh jeez, I mean they say never work with children or animals, we've got a guinea pig, a dog, <laughs> and, a, and a young lady in the room. A weird little child. <laughs> they gave us so many um, Haribos, but I didn't have any because I was a vegetarian and I was sticking to death. To death? Okay. I'd just like to apologise to anyone that's a Jewish self fan because you know, or, or anyone who's African -Amer African American or say, black as we call it. It made me listen and thinking, I thought this was a Jew self podcast, but this yeah, yeah, let's, going um, on a lot of let's go back. What were we talking about about Jew self? I think we're right at the beginning uh, with. Yeah, you asked about the cope. You were talking about the cope and the sandwich thing. Some, yeah, somehow I got the sandwich. So no, there was a guy with a sandwich on that uh, thing that you watched. Yeah. Cool, what's your next note? <sighs> uh, oh, oh, actually, a good one. Let's oh, move, let's move on that would make a change in this episode. So, um, <laughs> swinging an otter over your head. <laughs> oh, God, yeah, that was the best line. That was a really good line. There was someone who swung an otter over his head and hit me. And, <laughs> yeah. like, uh, just Benny drops that, like, oh, didn't we record that clip? Oh, we might have seen... Because I think we, we only recorded a few clips, as always, but a few of them were very close together, like two of them back to back. But really, and the clips are a bit longer this time, I will say, but um, but they're worth it. No, we didn't record that one, did we? Um, I have, So normally I make a little sign if I'm... Right, I'll assume we haven't got the clip. Yeah. But yeah, assume, but yeah. Just a great Benny line. Just Benny, apropos of nothing, goes like, uh, well, this was one time when someone was uh, swinging an otter over his... Yeah, Head and, and it hit me or something. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, Which gets called back to me later on the episode, and we got that clip. Yeah. yeah that's what I'm thinking. Yeah, because I think you kind of hear that, you think, what? <laughs> oh, you Canadians, you crazy bunch of <laughs> people. But, yeah. And then actually, we go to the. Because um, they go, they're looking for this guy that stole the money, and they go to the um, the shoe shop. You know, this guy's like a shoe repair rum guy. Yes. So they go to the shop and they're like, hmm, this doesn't look like it's been closed up for very long. So they go into the shop next door, which is a sexier lingerie shop. 
that was my sexy shop. I mean, that was my sexy voice. I apologise if it wasn't very. It was sexy. just a lingerie shop. I don't know why you would say it's all sexy. I mean, just well, like, the lady I mean, in there. She was kind of like, oh, so you're objectifying the lady? Yes. Well, look, I mean, I wouldn't do that. But that's Michelle. I didn't even notice the lady was that attractive. My girlfriend's listening. I certainly did. Well, I noticed she was. <laughs> Yeah, so oh, and there's this, uh, yeah, so they're looking around this lingerie shop, and then there's this um this lovely moment. Well, I say lovely; it was quite funny. Um, Betty wanted a closer look, and and I can't even remember how oh, it came about. That she like, like opens up. They like, went straight when Benny walks in. He's already like walking backwards, so he can't see anything, and then he walks into a. Uh, oh yeah, into the dummy. mannequin. And... Oh, almost knocks it over, and like he's grabbing it and go try not to grab it in the wrong places and what. <laughs> It's so awkward, it's wonderful. The physical acting in this is great. This is why, and again, I'll say again, I really hope he has a second wave to his career where he does what Leslie Nielsen did. Mm. Because I think Paul Gross is just that wonderful actor. I think he really does take on the mantle of Leslie Nielsen, somebody he worked with. But if you look at the beats of it, that Leslie Nielsen worked pretty seriously to begin with, perhaps in the modern world, even in the 90s modern world, where uh, Paul Gross was acting in this. You have more of a blend of the comedy with the drama. It used to be pretty siloed. If you were in a serious thing, it was a serious thing. If you had a comedy thing, it was a comedy thing. Then you had, you had these wonderful comedy dramas in the 90s, which led to the comedy dramas we see today. Yeah, yeah. Like, this really was a template. This, Northern Exposure. Oh, I love Northern show. Exposure, yeah. I've often thought once we finished this, that might be the next one. Yeah, yeah, exposure. yeah, that'd be good. Definitely. I think that's the cousin to Juice yeah. really in a lot of ways. There were so many of these ones which had very big dramatic beats in it, but was so funny, so outrageously funny, and you still get those shows today. I think this led to that. I think they should be very proud of that. But I'd, I'd love it if uh, Paul Gross's career went in the Leslie Nielsen arc of doing spoofs later. Yeah. But doing them how Leslie Nielsen did at his best, not when he was given poor scripts and just go hammered up as much as you can. Yeah. When he was acting very serious to very funny material, I know I've said this sometimes, so I won't go into it in detail. Listen to the other episodes if you're not familiar with this theory of mine that that's when Leslie Nelson was best and he was sold out by some poorer scripts later. Mm. But yeah, that that's that's wonderful. Like Paul Gross should be doing that. Yeah, so anyway, yeah, so like there's this lady there and then lingerie, as you say. <laughs> yeah, and he Well she she's wearing a top. Yeah, she's wearing a top but she kind of like opens well, up. Well she she says Oh yeah, he made a uh, uh, some lingerie for me. Yeah. And Benny just just innocently as can be just goes, Oh may I see? May I see it, yeah. So she kind of like opens up her clothes to expose her um, underwear and he gets in for a very close look. You're kind of like Okay, I mean, half of it looks almost as if he's going to have a smell, but he's yeah. looking at he's it. Looking at the studying. stitching. That's what he's looking at. He's looking at the stitching. So he goes in for a very close look <laughs> on her underwear. And the one thing, fun thing about this is it calls back to something which I said last week. Last week's episode, he's watching a hockey match. He's got some popcorn. It looks like Benny, for the first time, has forgotten the job. He's just focused in on what he's watching. Yeah. It's kind of this is kind of the flip of that. Mm. It looks like he's forgotten what he's doing and he's not on the job. And then it turns out he's studying the crowd for someone who's out of place. Pause the tape, freeze in on someone, finds the person he's looking for. So even though he's gone to a hockey match, and you genuinely do feel like he's going to a hockey match, he was watching for something, for a purpose. Yeah. This is the opposite. It looks like, you know, you would think it's like, <laughs> well, yeah, he's probably enjoying that a little bit as well. But he plays it very straight, and it appears like he isn't. It's like, oh, no, he's actually, he's just a bit fixated on the job. When they step out of the lingerie store, they both go walking in one direction, and then they go, oh, no, I'm going to be going that way. And they turn around <laughs> and go the opposite way. So obviously it has distracted it's him. It's had a little bit of an effect on him, hasn't it? It has, yeah, but it's, it's kind of he's the He's only opposite, human. <laughs> I like that. That's very nicely done. Yeah, that, that was a really nice scene. And, yeah, she was a very pretty lady. I didn't notice myself, of course. Of course you didn't, because no. you you have a leader friend yourself. No. So then they kind of she go... She wasn't <laughs> They go on this kind of like... Surinderella? Sur I think I'm making up words now. Surinderella? A Cinderella. Um, the intervention will be later, folks. Don't worry. <laughs> we'll wait until we finish the episode. Yeah. After that, rehab. Anyway. <laughs> Just finish that drink first so I can talk you up. Thank you. 
Yeah, so cin- the Cinderella moment. So they go around and they're looking at people's shoes because they're looking at some... Oh, <gasps> still... I might need that back. I'm work. By the way, to annotate what's happening now, Gary's coming for a pen, which he did very quietly. Gary, thank you for being respectful of the podcast. And then Michelle goes, well, why don't I just add some audio narration to this to make sure that uh, it's a non-sequitur on the podcast and go, don't steal my pen. You slag. It's not my pen, it's his. And then I'll try and take a lid off any corner <laughs> that doesn't have one on. Oh, aren't we doing well tonight? What's next Woo. name? Um, yeah, so the Cinderella shoes. So they are looking for shoes that have been kind of like recently tailored, oh, aren't they? Nice. Recently sewn up. You know, obviously this is like an independent shoe shop that does its own sewing. So they're trying to find people that have been serviced by this chap. They're trying to find this guy that stole shoes. I know. Has been helped with his services <laughs> of making shoes. They're trying to find somebody that has serviced shoes recently so they can find out where this guy is. Um, yeah, so I thought kind of like the Cinderella shoes. That was that was quite nice. When you say you thought that, I said that. Yeah, to you. you said that. And so, I was, what, so what do you mean you thought that? I said that to you. I'm saying I thought that was like a nice touch calling it the Cinderella shoes. Yeah, you were just trying to get credit for my phrasing, weren't you? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So uh, yeah, I mean it was lovely because you had this scene of everyone else trying on the shoes. Uh, or no, everyone else with their shoes. Yeah. And Betty going up to them and like looking at the shoes, studying the stitch work. And there's this one uh, lady who I believe may have used to be a fella, uh, yes. a transvestite, if you will. And uh, there was something about that scene which is like, I think it's okay. It's just the right side of transphobia. <laughs> but it wasn't that far off it. I mean, it was just one of those things where you watch it, it's like, yeah, you wouldn't film it like that now. Like, you know, you had this guy, uh, this lady, sorry, who was clearly played by a guy who I, well, I did, for all I know, maybe um, they are someone who dresses as a female and identifies as male. I don't know. But it seems certainly played for a bit of comedy. Yeah. Which I think, well, again, there are some people who cross-dress who um, do still do that as cross-dress and still do it. Humor for humor when they do a stage show. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know if that's cool or not, but it just certainly seemed uh, a bit dated somehow. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah. I think I agree, and I think that um, you know, I work in the NHS, and we come up with um, we come across some issues um sometimes with um um the trans do tell with the transgender person, shall we say um. In the well, NHS, you can just say transgender person, that's fine, yeah. Well, we there's a lot of difficulties that we have, and I and I actually very, very recently, in the last couple of weeks, had this conversation with people at the hospital, where we had somebody that was admitted that was um, born a lady, identified as a man, but hasn't had any kind of operations or anything. Okay. So then we have the issue of, okay, where do we place them in a male or female bay? Um okay. And I don't know, I found it quite controversial, actually, but they decided, and it's actually quite rare, but we had a um, side room available. Normally, that's um, reserved for people that have infections. Um, So they decided, just to make life easy for themselves, they would place this person in a side room (laughs) because they didn't want to decide whether or not to put them in a male or female bay. I mean, that one is tricky, but I will say, as someone who is completely trans-positive, if you want... Uh, if someone wants to be whatever they want to be, that's cool. But it's difficult because, like, medically, you have to know what gender you're dealing with, like, instantly, if there's an emergency. Mm-hmm. That is something just biologically, which does make it more difficult for how we want to be cool with everyone and them being who they want to be. Yeah. So there is an element in there. There's also the element of, yeah, I mean, it's difficult when that person has got female parts, even if they're identifying as male, as much you're respectful of that. I can see the difficulty there. Again, I'm not being anything but positive towards whoever someone wants to be, but yeah, I can see that it's actually a lot more tricky because you're dealing with something which medically you have to know what gender that person is biologically. doesn't mean that they're not male if they see themselves as male. I'm, I'm good with that, but yeah, I, I do see that's more tricky. Oh, so, actually, I would really like to hear from Neve's waving hand. I would like to hear from Neve just because... She's grown up in an age where it's actually like 
seen a bit more freely than when more we were growing acceptable. up. Well, I think we're very accepting media. Yeah, Michelle, we are. But he's grown up in different world. Let's, let's hear what the youth has to say. This has changed. It was from Juice South and now it's from a completely different world. Well, no, it's related to something which happened in the episode. In the episode, there was a there was someone who, yeah. if you like, I think the way they were characterising is it was someone who cross-dressed. It wasn't yeah. clear if they owned what sex they identified as. I think they were making a bit of a joke beat about it, which I think possibly you wouldn't do so much now. No, I don't think you make a joke about it now. But as somebody that's growing up, maybe in a different time, maybe you've been taught different things, maybe you've got a bit of a different view on people that are you know have different genders well like if you had someone in your class who was uh biologically was born a, a boy but dressed as a girl and saw themselves as a girl how would you treat them any differently from any other girl oh yeah um, she's shaking her head for the record your honor um <laughs> yeah no that's the thing and and i i don't yeah me and michelle wouldn't but it is an interesting thing. Anyway, look, just, yeah. just by the by, I just thought it's an interesting yeah. part. When you see something in one of these episodes, like you'll never escape in these episodes the fact that it's shot in the 90s, so it's going to have some different sensibilities than something shot now. I think Juice South is a very progressive and very cool show. But yeah, things, the way we saw things then, the way we see things now, I think we've improved on how we mm. see things But it's actually generally. quite, I do think, find it quite interesting actually that they've even even touched on this back in those days, yeah. you know, the fact I didn't that they've <laughs> the they even like, had a transgender person in the episode back in the 90s, I mean, that's not something you really saw on TV at all. So, I mean, even in that respect, it's a bit progressive. Yeah. So I, I quite like that about the show. And, um, and it, you know, when you think back over all these decades and still it's a bit of an issue for people. Neve, could you still brush your trousers? It's picking up on the mic. Yeah, I know, I know, but could you do that after the episode? And Dottie, could you still walk your Come on. He's like, but I've got hair on me, I'm going to shake it off. Yeah. <laughs> You're not Taylor Swift. Anyway, uh, She's like, but I'm beautiful. And could you breathe into the microphone? That would be great. Thank you, Dottie. But yeah, that means I continue on. I, you know, that is actually a really interesting thing to see that. From the 90s to the noughties, as you want to call it, to nowadays. These are still issues that I think we struggle with as a society. God, yeah, we will for probably generations. Probably, you know, maybe a couple more decades. But, I mean, things are changing and they are progressing. But it's, I, I think it is really good that even if we don't really know what we're dealing with, we're still bringing up these things in, in episodes. And, and that is one of the amazing things about Jew South is even back in those days, they are bringing up things that... Maybe that was considered very, very unusual back in those days, but they're still kind of putting them out there. They're still bringing up these kind of, you know, these more unusual situations. And I mean, no matter no matter what you think of him, L.A. Deppin, there's a lot of people listening to this podcast or to New South, which are fans of, uh, like Donald Trump, I think, his reaction to the fact that we are now so open to, uh, to LGBT rights, amongst other things. I don't think he's necessarily the most progressive for most things, and I think people who do feel threatened by that possibly support Trump. Look, if you do support Trump and you're LGBT friendly, I'm sorry, I don't mean to have a diss at you, that's not my intention, but I think a lot of his fans do tend to be anti that. Michelle, stop popping. Sorry. Uh, anyway, yeah, so there's that. Anyway, let's, let's move on. We've got a lot to get through, mm. so little time. What's next? Actually, I think we've got another clip. Um, well, if it's a clip, I think it kind of weirdly links in. Yeah, is this the bit with um, you've got Benny? Because Benny gets beaten up. My no, no, there's so many clips first. What the hell? Because I have not written down any more clips. Oh my god, how far have you just skipped over half the episode? No, I mean, I've got. Are you sure you're not skipping ahead of me now? Because I've got a lot written down. Benny doesn't get beaten up till the end. Alright. No. <laughs> no, 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 no. Then he gets me up at the end of the episode. It might just, no, I think what well, I I think I'm reading my own writing wrong. <laughs> oh no, yeah. 
I see what I'm, I'm Sorry, Romy here. Romy here. I see what I'm you. doing. I'm still on doing. It's the bit with Huey, Louis, and Elaine. Yes. Cause, cause I we, saw yes. Elaine. I saw Elaine. I thought it was a bit later on. Of course, on. that's right at the end of the episode. Yeah, sorry. We're now into the podcast, but we're only a few minutes into the episode. By the way, look, this is almost an hour. We may not get to record next week. I'm too part of this. Actually, <laughs> this this podcast has gone so gone so far off the rails. Join us next week for the deal part two. You've been oh, listening sorry. to Juice South by Southeast. <laughs> Having done screen with me as always has been. I think it's Mountie Michelle, but I don't even know anymore. And join us always is Dotty Baker and uh, Need. So this week, keep your compasses pointing due south by southeast. Goodbye. <laughs>